Apple's getting a 5 million euro fine every week. HBO Max is beating Disney Plus and the App Store is full of cartoons. All that and more in this week's episode. Welcome to a new episode of This Week in Apps. I'm Ariel from AppFigures with your weekly recap of everything that's interesting from the world of mobile apps and games. And we have to start with Apple. A few weeks ago, regulators in the Netherlands ruled that Apple must allow third-party payment processors into dating apps. Why only dating apps? I'm not entirely sure. But if you remember, that's kind of what Epic was looking for here in the U.S. unsuccessfully. Apple has since conceded and said that they will allow developers to do that, a move I did not expect. But there is going to be a price. Apple will still take 27% of all purchases made in the App Store, even if you don't process them through Apple's payment system. It looks like a 3% discount, but if you know anything about credit card processing, you know that's almost what it costs, if not less than what it would actually cost. So I see it more of a penalty. Regulators didn't like that at all, just like me. And they're fining Apple 5 million euros every week until Apple changes those terms. Wow, just Wow, I think this was a pivotal moment for Apple and they dropped the ball big time and this will have an impact on the entire industry. But before I talk about that, let me bring up some data because I have some questions. And my main question was, how much money is Apple even making from dating apps in the Netherlands? And is that enough to cover this new fine? And the answer is absolutely not. I summed up the gross revenue of the top 10 dating apps in the Netherlands for Q4 of 2021 and also January of 2022 because... There was a big difference, just so we can see what it's like. And since the fine is in euros, I made all the numbers in euros and not in dollars. Between September and January, the top 10 dating apps brought in 9.4 million euros of gross revenue. That's before Apple takes its fee. Kind of the opposite of what I usually have in these videos. Of this, Apple's 30% fee nets out to about 2.8 million euros. And by this calculation, Apple will make back one week of fine in about a year's worth of downloads. That's kind of crazy. Now, I suspect regulators had access to data like this, so this number is not just made up, and it's supposed to be really mean to Apple. Personally, I think Apple really messed up on this one. Without getting into the main issue, which is whether third-party payment systems should be allowed into the App Store, and that's a whole bigger issue and a whole bigger conversation, this 3% discount, the way I see it, is kind of like an insult. And that wasn't even it. In addition to the 3% discount, that Apple is now giving developers, they also have two other requirements. One is that the app has to be a separate app. So you have to have a separate version. And the other is that you need to present specific language that tells the user that going outside of Apple's in-app payment system is insecure. That's just shenanigans, in my opinion. That's insulting. It's these insults that will anger even more regulators in the Netherlands and also outside of it. And in my opinion, this will lead to tougher regulations on Apple and maybe even regulations that will come sooner and really have a ripple effect across the entire industry. Bumble has announced its first acquisition earlier this week. Roots, spelled with a Z. The company Bumble will be acquiring is a dating app based in France. If you aren't familiar with Roots, it's a dating app that's popular with a younger crowd and comes with a tiny twist. You can communicate your intentions, what you're looking for out of the app, using fruit emoji. The idea is that you don't have to spell out what you want, but rather use one of four fruits to indicate it. I'd say people are getting very lazy these days, but I think that ship sailed a long time ago. Do people actually like the concept? Let's have a look at downloads. Since its release in early 2017, Fruits was downloaded more than 5.2 million times from the App Store and Google Play, according to our estimates. It's most popular in its home country of France, but has users in the hundreds of thousands in Canada, Belgium, 
and also the Netherlands. Match has been quietly consolidating over the last few years, so for Bumble to make moves, it really has to go beyond the popular. The last few months have been very busy for the top streamers in the US. Hits like The Matrix, Resurrections, and Encanto have been driving record revenue and even a lawsuit for HBO Max. I've talked about these two and the whole category a bunch of times last year, and if you remember, there was no clear winner when it came to revenue. That was last year. That seems to be stabilizing these days, and one app is starting to show a commanding lead. According to our estimates, that app is HBO Max, which added a whopping $64 million of net revenue to its bottom line so far in 2022. Disney Plus, which led more than it followed last year, added $43 million of net revenue in the same period. And that's from both the App Store and Google Play. What's more interesting is the stability that we're starting to see in this trend. Last week, the makers of The Matrix sued HBO Max for releasing the movie for streaming at the cost of lower box office sales just to drum up subscriptions before the end of the year. Black Widow's Scarlett Johansson sued Disney Plus for streaming the movie and cutting her out of revenue last summer. And it all makes sense. The losses streaming is now incurring when compared to the more traditional box office revenue is really a small price to pay for becoming the leader in this industry once things start stabilizing and competitor will no longer be willing to take those costs. For now, I don't think the losses will end, which means that it's us viewers who are winning. Peloton hasn't had it easy in 2022. The maker of the workout equipment you've probably seen before had a wild pandemic ride. Demand for its overpriced equipment skyrocketed as gym shut down and most of us moved to work from home. Around the same time it went public and things were looking quite amazing. But fast forward to 2022 and demand eventually wore off. Sales started declining, competitors started pushing lower cost devices, and that all culminated with a massive loss of nearly a half a billion dollars in Q4 for Peloton. Now there's even talk of Peloton getting sold and Amazon is interested. Wow. So that's a lot of not so great stuff. But there's actually something that is growing for Peloton and that's in-app revenue. Peloton followed a trend many other fitness apps followed in 2020. They moved a lot of their home fitness content into the app and locked that behind a subscription. Momentum doesn't build up overnight, but once it moves, it's really hard to stop. And that's what I think we're seeing here. In-app revenue rose more than 1,000% since the beginning of 2020. According to estimates, Peloton added more than $4.2 million to its bottom line, and that's net revenue in January. It's not enough to undo their losses, obviously, but if we look at it as a kind of a separate business, in a way, a content business, it's pretty lucrative and pretty nice. And last for this week, there's a new face at the top of the charts on the App Store. That face is Prequel, and Prequel isn't a new app, but in the last few weeks, it's been inching its way up the top charts in the US, and it's now sitting at number seven, just below Facebook, and Instagram. It's really the only unknown app in the top 10 that isn't Wordle, of course. So what's prequel? It's a photo and video editor that offers filters and effects to make those TikToks better. It also does a pretty good job turning selfies into cartoons, and those cartoons have been floating on social media and fueling even more downloads. Our estimates show that since the beginning of the year, downloads grew by a multiple of five, from around 40,000 to more than 250,000 this Wednesday alone. That's in one day. This is the third app in just a few months to explode because of social media. And it won't be the last, won't be the last. Why? Because it's so easy to follow an influencer these days. And there's so many influencers that as a developer, all you need is a few mentions and you can be on your way to glory. For some, this will happen organically just by being at the right place at the right time. For others, it will come from promotional deals and them actually trying to do it. Regardless of what it is, the outcome is gonna be the same, glory. And that's all I have for you this week. If you like any of the insights in this episode, 
please give me a like so I know you'll like it. And if you have any questions, drop them in the comments below. That's it for me. I'll see you next week.